Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with the gang, Brandon the Mick Foster. Hey, man. And the lovely Lady M. Good morning. This is the Hangover Edition. <laughs> this is that brutal. That is true. <laughs> We're not even going to try to hide it, folks. Oh. We, we had a national release event last night. And uh, I don't think anybody's been home yet. Yeah, if you were there last night, you know exactly what's going on. Uh, a lot of guys uh, were there last night. So <laughs> for those of you who are still listening and made it up, props to you. Right. Yeah. It was a long night. We're all let's put it this way: we're all wearing the same clothes. <laughs> this is this is this is gonna be brutal. Let's just say I was supposed to pick Abe up. Abe picked me up. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> great the, job. The, the best part is, you know, I. I passed out in the shop. I didn't even try to hide it. I passed out in the shop. I said I wasn't going to go home. If I go home, I'd never make it to the studio. Brandon Knox, I'm on the toilet. Knox at 8 o'clock. Are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Where am I going to be? And leaves me. He doesn't realize. I you can can't still, leave him. I can still pass out for at least another two hours. I mean, what are you thinking? You got oh, like, to know he's up movement on the go. Listen, oh. I, I wake up. My legs are numb. I can't even get off the bowl. I, I woke up this morning. I was like. Where's my car? I don't have a car. My sister's not home. No one's there. I was like, oh, my gosh. Thank God. Yeah, Lady M's supposed to pick me up. She's carless. My phone was under my bed. How did, how did I love there? it. Uh, it was a rough night. We had the El Ejo uh, national release. It was our newest microblends. We had the Garcia family at the shop last night. All the people came up from all over uh, Palm Beach mm-hmm. County. It was it was a great it was, it was a great a event. event yeah. We had a really really good time. <laughs> I had an awesome time. You were wearing a bra at some point <laughs> last night. I think I'm gonna make sure we get pictures on Facebook. But you were wearing a bra. He at was. Some point. I made him a co- I made him a cocktail, and he's like, "Ooh, lady, and this is too strong." I go, "You know what? Put your big boy pants on." <laughs> With all due respect, he did try to leave early, but we wouldn't let him. <laughs> that's all. That's probably true. <laughs> we would not let him leave early. But it was it was a fun night. We, Fun night. Any of you guys who missed it, too bad. It was a great time. The Garcia family was great. The party was great. And the after party was even better. No kidding. Yes, it was. Lady M, are you actually drinking this morning? Yeah, you know what? what I don't even... like the, the, what do they call that? Hair the hair of the, the dog. dog. The hair, she's got the hair of the dog going on this morning. This is like almost like the same drink I was drinking last night that that woman was making me. <laughs> oh, we did two bottles, three bottles last night. Oh, it was whatever bad. that was. No, that was some Jaeger. <sighs> I was thinking with the Belvedere. Oh, so what are you drinking this morning? What's uh, the cocktail? It's actually called a little piece of heaven. Oh, not what we, I look we, like right now. That's for sure. You you are looking a little rough this morning. <laughs> well, I got the hat on, the glasses. I don't even want to. I don't want to be seen. <laughs> um, this is a great drink. You know, a little Malibu, peach schnapps, cranberry, orange juice, pineapple. It's a good morning drink. Good stuff. I'm not even going to attempt to have a sip of it. I'm, a, I'm so on the edge right now. It's a good morning drink, she says. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> what is this advice we're giving? Oh my God. We need an intervention so bad. Yes. Well, we're in the right, we're in the right state for an intervention. So <laughs> no kidding. Bring it. And we have, of course, our laid it up section this morning where, uh, we talk about cigars we're going to be smoking and, uh, I'm going to start off. I got the, uh, Toronto Exodus 50 years. Um, this is a great cigar. This cigar was uh, it earned a 92 rating. It was top five cigar aficionado in 2006. It's got a Brazilian wrapper, you know, medium to full body, good complexity. Um, great cigar for me to start off this morning because I really need to start revving it up. Um, finish is 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 long and lingering. Has distinct leathery notes. Um, I'm smoking the short Churchill. It's um, six by forty-eight. Retails for about seven bucks. And uh, Brandon, what are you smoking this morning? I'm smoking a uh, Tarano Master Blend, the Robusto size, five by fifty. 
It's got a great price on it. It's got a $5.60 price tag on this cigar, uh, which is a lot of value. It's all Nicaraguan with a uh, Ecuadorian wrapper, medium body, leaning towards leaning towards the fuller side of medium. And um, what was the rating that the uh, Master Blend got? It was really high in the 90s. 91, 91, yeah, 91. rating on this one. Uh, great cigar for the morning. I, I really like that cigar. One of the newer releases from the Toronto no family. No kidding. Very good. And the Lady M, what are you talking on this You know one? what? I was actually smoking this cigar all night last night. I have the Single Region Robusto. Single Region. You were yeah. covered for the show? Yes. You know, I had this all night last night. It's rich and flavorful, yet smooth and elegant. Perfect for me. Distinct uh, sweetness. I love it. You like it? Yes. Good. Well, you are sweet. So <laughs> that's Lady M Cigar. And, of course, we will always be cutting and lighting up our cigars with the fine products from our good friends over at Zycar. Zycar, we're doing a weekly giveaway on Kiss My Ash Radio. Um, today we have a very nice set, the 10th caller. Well, when, let's see here what we got going on here. Oh, this is a nice double set. This yeah, is, this is the combo. Yeah, it's a combo set. It's actually really nice. It's the Ultra Slim Cutter. In a uh, uh, silver, and this is a pretty cool cutter. It's it's magnetic and sticks right on the back of the ultra lighter, so it's pretty cool. The cutter and lighter actually, you know, stick together. And when you need the cutter, you just pull right off. It's got a magnetic attachment system. So nice. Zycar products, once again, guaranteed for life. Can't go wrong. Tenth caller will win this beautiful little set, and we'll get it right out to you. So and uh, call us at eight seven seven. I remember that all by myself. I should go out more often on weekends. Good for you. Look at that eight seven seven nine two seven six nine six nine. And the tenth call will win that beautiful set from our good friends over at Zycar. All right, Brandon. I could say we're living in a cave, but we have been in a cave for at least the last twenty four hours. So tell us what's been going on in the world, brother. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, you know. All right. Remember, uh, remember last week when we talked about the monkey, the the beanie, the little beanie baby, Bongo, Bongo, yes, Bongo, the Bongo. weird couple who treated him like a baby. Yes. <laughs> no kidding. Well, Don't tell me you have news. Are you ready for this? Come on, really? Tell me they sold him made a lot of money. They found him. Bongo is back. Come on. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Bongo got returned. Uh, by a by an unemployed guy. He wanted to keep it though. You got wait till you hear the rest of the story. <laughs> this is great. This guy is unemployed. Found the doll. Wanted to keep it. This is rough, by the way. If nobody sees what's going on, I just dropped all my stuff. This is um, <laughs> this is going to be a long a day. I, I was trying to cover for you. There. I know, <laughs> terrible. I figured I'd just fess up. Um, this is the deal. The 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 family says, "Oh, these people are unhinged." They said, "I never gave up hope. I prayed. I meditated, and now he's with us again." Unreal. Uh, wow. this, these people have a well, they, have, they, have, they have 500. And for those of you who missed the show last week, there's a couple up in New York who lost a Beanie Baby doll that they, they felt like it was their child, but a $500 reward. And some, some, some unemployed guy actually turns a doll in. Was that it? $500? 500 bucks. For a $5 Beanie Baby. Man, I would have kept that Beanie Baby just for the fact. <laughs> the way, the I got Bongo. <laughs> Ransom it off. Um... The the thing is though, like what I, I gotta I gotta hear more about this stupid beanie baby. I I know it sounds ridiculous, but listen to what the guy said who found it. This is this, by the way, this is a this is a grown man. Okay, this is not like a kid. No, they're all three or, adults. Absolutely, he says I fell in love with Bongo and I wanted to keep him. He looked real to me and is so cute. <laughs> 
Are you kidding me, bro? You're a grown man. Don't and say stuff like that. Unemployed and $500, he's worried about keeping the dollar. And, then, <laughs> and listen, they recognize the dollar. They finally released, I think, then they released what the oh, character they... She burnt, there was a burn mark on the, on the doll from a, a, an ash that blew off her cigar that she was smoking. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. She quit smoking yeah. after that. She was so devastated by the doll. Yeah, they had, they, they, that's true. Yeah, they had, to, they had to identify the monkey by the burn mark. Someone and should all call, the, uh, yeah, someone should have called child services. Oh, that ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on, buddy? We got, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Nice. Pull it together, Nice, brother. nice. Pull it together, man. You can do it. All right, we got a home burglary. This is what was going on. There was a worker in a home doing a little remodeling, and uh, this was this was all recently. This was this week. He was doing a little remodeling, you know, and, and you leave the guys doing that kind of work to wander and do whatever's going on. Apparently, yeah, when they went back into the, the uh, bathroom here, the well, the woman of the house noticed that her diamond ring was gone, and obviously wow. this guy's still in the house. It's you know <laughs> culprit number one. You confront the guy. So the husband confronted the uh, would be burglar here about the diamond ring. Of course he denied it, and the husband didn't like that. And there was a there was a struggle that ensued right afterwards. And during the struggle, the bur the the remodeler now slash burglar he decided instead of giving up the ring or running or whatever. This is his defense. Are you ready for this? Yeah. He ate the ring. Oh, boy. Yeah, I've seen that happen. He ate it. I've heard of people eating drugs when they get pulled over. Sure, like but that. a diamond ring? Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, it's got to come out eventually, so... I mean, oh, man. He's I don't know clear I, free until that moment. I don't know if I want that one to come out. <laughs> That's no good. Did they so, catch him? Oh they, ca- oh, they caught him. Absolutely. This is what they did with this guy. Uh, Gonzalez is his last name. I'm not going to say his first name. It's, I don't want to... I don't want to help this guy get any more famous. Um, yeah. He was placed in a padded room with bedpans and was given medic, they, they say it, medication to force the, force the expulsion of the ring. Wow. The ring was finally recovered on Monday. I wouldn't even want that ring after that. Oh, <laughs> Here, Here you go. Here you go, honey. <laughs> I mean, that's a ridiculous story and all, but, but, uh, I kind of feel bad for the guy now. I you used know? to see the x-ray with a big ring stuck in your stomach. It right? is, oh, yeah. Funny you mentioned that. Right right here. you you got to look up this story here about the diamond there ring. You can x-ray? see the x-ray. Check that out. Oh, there it is. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> you can see the so x-ray busted. with the diamond ring just so busted. perfectly placed right there. Just a little time bomb for disaster wow. if, you, if you catch my drift. That's a monkey if yeah. you ask me. I know it. Schwarzenegger just can't keep his hand out of the cookie jar, this, uh, apparently. Oh, excuse me. He is gotten in a little trouble, this time over a cigar. Apparently, Schwarzenegger is getting hassled. I seriously doubt there's going to be any kind of serious legal issues that go along with this. But in Austria, smoking in airports is totally banned, you know, and all that. He is uh, in a little trouble about firing up a cigar right after a flight still in the airport. Apparently, he's denying it and saying, you know, it's not lit, it's fine, no problem. But, you know, it's Schwarzenegger. On his it was horse. not lit. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Schwarzenegger. That's all I got. I didn't say it's good. I just said that's what I got. So so what did they do? They let him go? or what? Yeah, they let him go. They're going to hassle him, you know. I wonder if it wasn't Schwarzenegger, they would have said, hey, man, just, you know. Why don't, why don't you cut that out? <laughs> Listen, at least he's still smoking. You yeah, know? no yeah, kidding. Yeah, right? Well, let's see here. I think we got a winner from our Zycar. Uh, nice. 
our Zycar giveaway. Brad from Lake Worth. Brad, you on the line? Yes. Brad, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. Thank you. Uh, you are a winner of our nice Zycar set. We'll get that out to you. We'd like to thank you for listening to the show, Brad. Thank you. Great show. Uh, there you go, buddy. Have a great weekend and uh, keep listening. Thank you. Take care, my friend. Well, there we got a winner. <laughs> we got a winner. Good for him. Well, listen, Brad from Lake Worth, we appreciate the call. Um, we're going to go to a break, but stay tuned. Uh, after there, we have our great Meet Your, Ma- Meet Your Maker segment where we have the wonderful Charlie Tarano from the Tarano family of cigars. And check out his family history and see what the Tarano family are doing Today, you are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and the Decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th Anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on the Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and the Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. 
Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Jew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word. Satisfying. You are listening to KMA Radio. If you don't like it, kiss my ash. to Kiss My Ash Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. Brandon, you feeling better? <laughs> I'm trying, We man. had the Mick try to blow out his nose completely during the break, <laughs> so he stopped doing it right in the mic. <laughs> See what I like to do is... Yeah. <laughs> That was not Lady M, by the way. <laughs> I like to have everybody be a part of my disaster is what's going on there. Well, this is Kiss My Ash, the hangover edition. <laughs> we got Bill on the phone, but on hold. We're going to see what Bill has to say. I think he wants to, I think Bill was out with us last night. Let's see what's going on here. Bill from Port St. Lucie, you there? What's going on, Abe? Welcome hey. to Kiss My Ash Radio. Bill, you are on the air. Man, what a great time last night. Both the event and the after party was just off the hook. I'm what are you doing cool. up, Bill? I'd be yeah, so asleep. Right? If, I was, if I didn't have to be in the studio, I'd be passed out. <laughs> no, no, man. I, I can't miss the show. Got to listen to this. And, uh, wow. The Good man right there. <laughs> That's a trooper. There's a real fan. Well, that El Hio cigar is one uh, wonderful blend. I really give it to uh, the Garcia family. They did a really nice job on that. And as always, your events are uh, stellar, man. So thank you very much. I appreciate everything. Thanks, Bill. Well, like I say, we always have the best patrons in the country, so it's guys like you that make it happen, Bill. Thank you very much, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye now. Take care. What a nice call. I, tell no, you, I we think do I that. remember Bill last night. Yeah. You remember a few Bills from last <laughs> night. Who are you kidding? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Who are you kidding? And listen, special props to our friends over the Spearmint Rhino. They take great care of us last they night. They sure did. Walked them in, gave us both the VIP sections, and uh, I think we pretty much tore that house down last night. Hey, I really made it rain last night. <laughs> I was told I had a great time. I'm telling you, you're wearing a bra. We're going to find that picture. Someone took that picture. They had a bra on Oh, he was literally wearing a bra. Oh, yeah. We're going to find that picture, and we're going to put it on Facebook. At that point. Apparently, that's what I do when I go out to these places. I don't even remember you. I I do remember you leaving. I think I told the guy who left with you that if he didn't get you home with one piece, I was going to chop him up in little pieces. He's listening right now. Hi, Duncan. (laughs) Good morning, Duncan. You did a good job. You're safe, buddy. Don't worry about it. We had to make sure Duncan got her home all right. Uh, (laughs) It's funny, because it's not a joke. Really chop you up. <laughs> that is hilarious and terrifying. Don't mess with our lady M. I think I just peed a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now time for my favorite part of the show. It's time for Me Your Maker. That 
sound is extra soothing this morning. No, I wish everyone could see Abe's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra soothing this morning. Well, listen, we have a great host. We have a great guest today, excuse me. Well, we do have a great host. Thank you very much. But we have a great guest today, Charlie Tarano from the Tarano Family Cigars. Charlie, I want to thank you for getting in the car, driving up here, taking time out of your Saturday morning and joining us for the show. Thank you very much. Well, Abe, it's, it's a real pleasure to be here, but I have to say that... Uh, a week ago today, and again, this is no joke, I was uh, at our church on Sunday morning, and down the aisles, who do I have the pleasure of meeting but Brandon's mom and dad. Oh, oh yeah. Mrs. Oh. And, so, <laughs> and, and so I have to say, as I'm sitting here this morning hearing the confessions of last night, <laughs> I just want to tell your mom and dad that I've been praying throughout this segment... <laughs> And I promise you that, uh, you know, although I'm here certainly to talk about our cigars, I'm also here to do an intervention, which, uh, as you said, if it's necessary, I'm here for all of you. You're in my prayers, trust me. Listen, we probably need it. Listen, you know, Brandon, Brandon's parents are like the Cleavers. I mean, they're two of the sweetest people ever been. Absolutely. And I've told your mom, I want his mom to call in. Hey, be careful what you ask for, brother. Mr. Foster, if you're out there listening, you owe us a phone call. We want to hear those rubber ducky stories. <laughs> I want to hear them. <laughs> oh, man. Right, it's great to be here with you guys. Thanks a lot, Charlie. Well, listen, Charlie, let's get started. You know, not many folks, believe it or not, know this. I mean, because being in retail, I talk with customers and whatnot. But your family has been in the cigar industry for a long time. Uh, give us a little history about the Tarano family of cigars. Mm-hmm. Well, for, for I'm lucky enough to be the fourth generation in the tobacco business, and a lot of that... That's fourth. Fourth. Wow, look at that. Now, and, and like you say, some of the customers don't know that because three of those four generations were really behind the scenes. We were growers of tobacco. So my family, both my great-grandfather and my grandfather, were growers of tobacco in Cuba. Um, they were really one of the biggest uh, uh, growers. They had 17 farms throughout all the different wow. regions. And, um, you know, we all know what happened in Cuba at the time of the revolution. When the revolution came, uh, my grandfather then eventually ended up going to the Dominican Republic. And uh, he's really, if he's talked about as kind of the Johnny Appleseed of the Dominican Republic because he helped introduce the Cuban seed, the Piloto Cubano, which a lot of cigar lovers are smoking and, and enjoying today. He was really one of the pioneers that helped introduce that, you know, with a few other people. So the family has always been growers of tobacco. And then you, if you fast forward to my father's generation, when I was growing up, I was born and raised in Miami. Uh, my father then started to grow tobacco in Central America and Ecuador and Nicaragua and Mexico. So I grew up around tobacco, but not around cigars per se. My, my family did business with cigar factories. So it wasn't until the mid-1990s that the Tarano family did a big transition from growers of tobacco to getting more into the cigar side of the business and, of course, with our own brand, the Tarano brand. And, and today now you guys are making cigars. Tell us a little bit about how, how big is the Tarano company as far as production and, and where do you see yourself fit in in the spectrum of cigar companies out there today? Well, I'll tell you, we it, it's really been a journey for me uh, and my generation. I joined this business in, in literally June of 1996, so it's been uh, close to 15 years now. And uh, the Tarano family, when we transitioned from growing tobacco to making cigars, a big focus of ours was making private labels. So we've had the pleasure uh, to really work with some of the premier names, uh, not only in the U.S., but all around the world making cigars for them. So I would say to you that uh, when it comes to in terms of our peak, in terms of the size of our operations, um, we've had as many as 1,200 people working for us in Honduras and Nicaragua, which is where our operations you know, have been focused on the private label side of the business plus the Tarano manufacturing. So wow. Tarano has always been... Um, I would say on the medium to plus side of the industry, but not only making our brands, but again, making others. 
Um, we had a change in that business where we, uh, at the end of 2008, we sold our private label manufacturing business. Uh, and so today we're just exclusively focused just on the Taranio brand uh, and growing that brand. And so my goal uh, and, and my mission is, is really to grow the, not only the distribution, the awareness uh, worldwide. Wow. Well, that's amazing. When, when you guys were making your private labels and cigars for other companies, at what point did you decide it was time to... Now, were you doing that before you were making your own cigars, or were you doing that simultaneously? We were doing it simultaneously. Simultaneously. And at right. what point did you decide enough was enough? Where, where I mean, what, what was the initial motivation behind doing that? Did you guys figure it was time to focus more on your own brands and get it out there, or did you just feel that was the better path for the future for the Taranio family of cigars? No question that from the Taranio brand standpoint, um, you know, my it, it was more beneficial for us to just focus on that. Um, again, some of the greatest years that I've had so far in the business have been working with, with some great friends that I've made over the years and working on their brands in addition to ours. But the reality is that when you make a private label and you make cigars for somebody else, I mean, the future is not in your hands. The future is in their hands. True. Yeah. So any, I think in any, uh, you know, when I think of, of, of my son and his future generation to carry on the Taranio name will not be making brands for others, but rather making our own brands and growing and, and having, uh, Control over all aspects of our business and focusing, focusing exclusively on Taranya. So that was that was a big motivator. And so at the end of 2008, we sold that that side of the business, and now it's all about Taranya, baby. Good. Right. I wanted to ask you. You said that you were the fourth generation, and is there a fifth? There is a fifth generation. There is a fifth. Uh, hopefully, he's listening from home right now. <laughs> my son, who's also named Carlos, my fa- my my grandfather, my father, myself. I go by Charlie. Mom mm-hmm. nicknamed me Charlie always, but uh, I have a son who's uh, going into eighth grade right now. And wow. and uh, the truth of the matter is, uh, you know, he is somebody who, who will constantly tell me, Dad. Don't ever sell the business, Dad. You know nice. family. You know he's going to work with me on Monday, and so he's really interested in, in the business. That's great. That's, you know, yeah, I grew up awesome. working with my father too, and it was in the grocery business, and um, it's such a positive experience. It really is, and it's such a bonding experience. I mean, I got really close to my father, working with him. I'm talking about through a child, through summers, Absolutely. growing up, and it was, it's it's great. And hopefully, he will continue that legacy for your family. Yeah, listen, I, I pray, I pray that we will, and that we'll have that opportunity together for sure. Good. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, uh, you know, you talked about now being all around, you know, about Toronto. And a few years ago, um, you had your distribution being done by CAO, uh, ST, Scandinavian Tobacco. They were right. handling distribution. When when that move was first made, and I'll be honest with you, at that point, I just thought you guys were going to get bought out because it just seemed like a normal transition. They started taking over distribution. What was the reasoning behind that? How, do, how did that develop? Well, it kind of the reasoning behind that kind of fits into what we were just talking about, which is here we were making private labels for a lot of other companies and also having our own distribution. And it's hard to do really both in a really good and effective way. So we made the decision at the time to say, look, we'll focus on the production side, and then we were going to let CAO focus on the distribution side. Because, again, having a foot on each side of the industry was quite tough to do. Um, and so that's what we did. But as we sold the private label manufacturing side of the business, it made it made a lot of sense for us to take back control of our own distribution and really you know a family brand belongs in the hands of the family and uh so there were business reasons to do it at that time uh, cao and and all the people in that company are great friends of you know of ours um but really you know we took back that distribution and it's just great to you know to be interacting now like with people like you abe you know i think you you've seen since we took back the distribution absolutely. how much closer we've been absolutely and and that's that's our goal you know? and that was actually my next question you know you took it back and you took it over and, and obviously you've seen the positive impacts of doing so immediately immediately well it's it's been great 
obviously, I run retail stores. I run business. When you have more, the more aspects you have control of the situation, the better you can control the outcomes of things. So, yeah, I, I agree with you that getting uh, the distribution back in was a great, great move for you guys. Well, listen, stick around. Don't go nowhere. We're going to a word for our sponsors. Uh, we're here with uh, Charlie Tarano from the Tarano family of cigars. And after the break, if you have any questions, give us a call at 877-927-6969. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. Drew Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet. Herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life? The guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Capturing the spirit of Havana, one cigar at a time, is the best way to describe Zycar's great-tasting HC series of premium cigars. Rated 92 and chosen in the top 25 cigars of 2010. Smoke In proudly carries all three blends. Connecticut Shade, Criollo, and Habano Colorado. All at great new prices to boot. Match these premium cigars with Zycar's exceptional accessories, known for their unconditional lifetime warranty. And you'll find yourself in Smoker's Paradise. Zycar, for life. Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is Davidoff's. The Good Life, uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the Davidoff brand. Davidoff, when only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud Davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed Davidoff white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit www.smokein.com. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubana cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report's Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among premium cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubana cigars have the reputation of one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market today. La Gloria Cubana is available at all smoke-in locations. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnamar series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. You are listening to KMA Radio. If you don't like it, kiss my ash. Kiss my ash. 
back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with our guest today, Charlie Tarano, president of the Tarano Family of Cigars. Thanks for joining us again, Charlie, today. I know it's a early morning for you, but we appreciate it and glad to have you here. Thanks, Abe. Um, it we, might just be early for us. <laughs> True. Yeah, he looks perky. <laughs> <laughs> it's better it's, than all of us combined. If someone were to take a picture of this room, it'd be like, what doesn't belong here? Well, listen, yeah, uh, although I have to say, I, I don't know if it's my age, but the word perky makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I know Lady M doesn't want me to. I'm going to sneak a photo in when she's not looking. <laughs> is, and we're going to post this fashion look she's got going on this morning. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we were talking, Charlie, about, you know, your transitions and, you know, how you guys were, got to where you are today and now focusing on Tarano family cigars. And, you know, recently your company's pretty much revamped the look and, and I think you changed now the, the presence from being called Carlos Tarano to the Tarano family of cigars and new logo, new packaging. And can I ask uh, what the reasoning behind that is and what message you're hoping to portray to the consumers? I mean, I like it. I think it's all really looks sharp and great stuff, but, you know, as a company, when you do stuff like that, you're always concerned about how it's going to go and, and, you know, what was, you know, how did that process begin for you guys? Well, I think the, the process really started when we took back the distribution. And when we did, you know, we really wanted to combine the look and feel of Tarano, which, again, has a tremendous amount of history. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's not all about where you've been. It's about where you're going. And so we wanted to combine a little bit of the past with the future. And so we felt that we found that in the Tarano logo, in the new revamped look and feel, um, while at the same time, when it comes to, we're also a family business. And I think that um, the, the cool thing about the cigar business really is that it, the, the, the root of it is all about families. It's all about relationships, not only relationships with your consumers, but uh, with the retail tobacconist and even the relationship between uh, the distributors is a close one, which is unique to our business. So um, when we put the name family in Tarano Family Cigar Business, it's because it's what it is. Now, my sister works in the business. My mother works in the business. My father. It's very much of a... Uh, That's common in our industry. As you know. Yeah, it, it is common. Which and the industry in general is just a very small industry. I, I think I think it was actually Lou Rothman who said it one day. He said, you know, this is one of those industries where everybody can go by their first name. You know, if you say Charlie, you know who you're talking about. Yep. If you say Lou, you know who you're talking about. It's a very tight-knit industry, and I'm I'm loving being part of it. I'm blessed every day. No, I, I agree, and, and I think it's nice that even if I'm out and about and I see someone smoking a cigar, and, and of course you love it when they're smoking yours, but if they're smoking someone else's, um, you know, and someone talks to you about it, and as you said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's my buddy Kaiser's cigar, yeah. and, you know, Gurkha's uh-huh. this and that, and, and so... Um, it, it is a small industry, and I think that over the years we've been able to maintain still that feel. Sure, we got our big companies, but the truth is there's a lot more of us kind of smaller to medium-sized companies that make up the bulk of this industry. More today than ever. Absolutely. More today than ever. Those companies are more out there more today than ever. And for, as a retailer, it becomes harder and harder to, you know, control that humidor because there's just, you know, back 15 years ago, you weren't dealing with a lot of those medium to, you know, smaller size companies and and today we're dealing with them more than ever and it's just filling up the room fast and it's as a retailer it's one of our hardest parts to try sure. to keep that organized and, and filled but well you know, as you as you know Abe though the cool thing about it though is that in our in in this industry even if you're small you can have a tremendous product incredible quality so the size of your company in no way um, really reflects the quality of your cigar. Yeah, we had, mm-hmm. Last week we had Pete on the show, who's a perfect example of that. We talked about when I walked in, and he was working the Grand Havana room in Beverly Hills, and you know, look where he's at today. And great example. Relatively not huge, but has a huge impact on our industry. And right. you know, you made a great comment. I was actually watching uh, a video from the Great Smoke. 
that Manny Ariarty did for us. And you, you know, they interviewed you and you got on. You said, I mean, look at this. This is great. We're here with all our competitors, all having fun, having a great time. Where can you do this? And what industry can you do this? And you were having a blast. And mm-hmm. you're right. This industry is a great industry. And I'm, and knock on wood, every day I thank God I'm in it. I, I never wake up and say, oh, I got to go to work today. I never say that. Mm-hmm. Listen, no question. What, what business can you be in where, let's say last night, uh, if you, if you don't mind, I'll give a shout out to my buddy Dave Pagano. I mean, we're sitting on my patio. And we're smoking cigars because it's what we love. It's our passion, right? right? It's not just a product that we sell. We right. live it. We breathe it. And as you say, when you wake up and, and you're in a business that promotes that and does that, life is good. It is good. We're really lucky. Um, your brands seem to really fit between you know the 5 and $7 price range, most of your brands. Do you feel that's been the, the sweet spot for the cigar consumer today? And are there any plans to... You know, going to the more ultra premium side, are you guys comfortable in that, that, that price spectrum? Well, I think the, the pricing also comes from our philosophy. The truth is my father, since I got in this business, has always felt, right, that everybody should be able to enjoy an incredibly great quality cigar at a good price. Um, and so I think with that five to seven, is it's not only the sweet spot, I think, in the market, but it also just kind of reflects who we are. We think that uh, um, we can produce great. We want everybody to be able to smoke a great Tarano cigar. And so that 5 to $7 range, you know, we find it, it reflects who we are, while at the same time, uh, I think it's where the market is as well. It is that comfortable mm-hmm. spot. And anybody who hasn't met your father, one of the nicest men I've had the pleasure of meeting in this industry. We had um, you and your dad uh, as our guests for the great smoke one year for our pre-event dinner. And he had a blast that night, and we had such a good time with him. Such a, such a gentle, nice guy. It was really a pleasure to hang out with him and break a bread and have a meal with him. So, I mean, if you ever get a chance and you're out there, definitely stop and uh, say hi to the Toronto. You didn't get nicer than Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy is a stand-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say the apple doesn't fall too far from the city, and that's what happened. Really good people. Good family. Thank Great you. people. Um your new releases, you got the Toronto Master, Toronto Single Region, and, and the newly coming out now, I don't know if you've started shipping or not, but I think we have a tasting or event coming up next week, so we're hoping we're going to get in before then. The, the Loyal mm. are amongst your newest releases. Can you give our listeners uh, some background information on these new brands? Yeah, we're really excited about Loyal. Um, as Loyal will be in a theater near you uh, starting really this week. They're going to start shipping uh, this week. And loyal goes back to what we were just talking about. Uh, the name of the cigar reflects we're kind of being loyal to our philosophy of providing good value and incredible quality. Uh, one of the things, there's four sizes in this brand, but we're having a couple big sizes for Tarano, 5x56 and a 6x60. Oh, really? The price points are, you know, the very strong price points in the 5 to $5.50 range. But Loyal, we, for the, for the first time in a long time, the Tarano family is using an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper in the Loyal. Um, we really haven't worked with the Sumatra grown in Ecuador for a very long time. Uh, it's a beautiful wrapper. It's a great tasting wrapper. And uh, we're combining it with some special fillers that we have from Nicaragua. Um, and it's really Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. So uh, the cigar starts out very spicy. It's peppery. It's got, it's, there's a lot of flavor going on. I put it in the medium plus category. And uh, we just launched it at the big IPCPR show that we had in Vegas, which I'm sure you've yep, talked about. It, yep. mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've had it out there in the market in terms of getting reviews. And if you Google it now, even before it hits the market, there have been a ton of, of taste reviews from independent, you know, guys and gals. And it's been uh, uh, it's been great. And we're really looking forward to the big launch with you and, and throughout the country this week. Are you uh, start shipping this week? Literally this week. It's yeah. going to be in our warehouse on Monday morning. Timing's perfect. Yeah. So that's good things. For, for the loyal, I was I was just talking with our... Uh, our Tequesta manager, Louie, about this yesterday because we have the, the uh, tasting. Do you know the date of the tasting? 
the uh, Royal? I think it's Wednesday. It, well, we'll go with Wednesday. I think it's this Wednesday. At any rate, I'm talking with Louie about the about the loyal, and we both had just smoked it, and we're talking about how much we enjoyed it and everything. And we didn't get them yet; they're not released yet, so we didn't know the price. So I look up the price, and it turns out five and change, and all the different sizes, right in that five dollar wheel well. The both of us had smoked it, not knowing what kind of price tag it had on it. We couldn't believe that there's a five dollar price on that cigar. That, that's that's a great stick for the for the money. That's unbelievable. Well, that, it, it's really what we meant to do, and I, I appreciate your comments on that. Yeah, the six by sixty is at five fifty retail. Um, but yeah, so we're it's it's def- really? yeah it's it's one of these launches. Look in, in in every business, I think in every industry, and even let's say the music industry, when you roll something out, you know when you've got that gut feeling where you say, "Wow, I really think you know it's a winner." I know it's a winner, yeah. and, and I'm telling you, I feel that way about Loyal, real strong. Well, you know when I come back from the trade show, I always try to get samples to give to all our managers, so they all have a little idea of what we have coming, what we got mm-hmm. ordered, so that way they could talk to their clients about. It. And the Loyal is one of the sticks that really. Brandon, Louie, and a few of our managers all called and were very interested in when it was coming in. So um, I expect very good feedback and very good response from the market on that cigar. And the packaging is cool, too. I like A little different for Toronto. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, very, very retro and like Art a 60, Deco yeah, like car, 60 car-ish, classic car-ish. Really neat packaging on that. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, I, I'm looking forward to that. And, and, and then um, you have your uh, master. Right. In your single region. Yeah, we have the other we have one other launch that'll be launching at the fourth quarter of this year. It's a brand called Vault. Brands blends I, from the Vault. I heard about that. That's right. Yeah, no, and that, that's kind of a cool concept too because we went back. We've had a blend book Abe for you know since 1982 when my dad started tinkering with blends. We've got a blend book, and uh, we just went back to that blend book um, and said, look, instead of creating a new blend, why don't we go back? And see if there's something on paper that we like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we were looking for a nice, really strong, full-bodied cigar, really full flavor. We found a blend that was dated in the year 2000, um, which on paper looked great. We smoked it. It was phenomenal, but it still didn't have the strength we were looking for. Um, but we found a missing ingredient. I don't know how much your listeners know about a tobacco from Ometepe, Nicaragua. Ometepe, Nicaragua is a volcanic island on Lake Nicaragua. It's, it's home to two volcanoes. And a little bit of tobacco was grown there. The Placencia family has been growing tobacco for a long time there. However, it was kind of, that tobacco was kind of monopolized by one of the, one of the big companies. So we didn't have access to that tobacco ever. Well, now we do. And when we took that Ometepe tobacco and blended it with what my father, um, had blended back in the year 2000, it's, you know, it's, it's really a winner for us. So we're, we're going to launch that at the end of the, uh, of this year in the fourth quarter. Right before the holidays? Right before the holidays. Good. So we're, we're, we look for it. It's called Blends from the Vault. And it's the, it's the vault is where I keep, I now, I'm now the custodian of that blend book and I actually have that in a safe deposit box in my bank. Is that going to be like a series of blends that will be coming out called from the vault or is that going to be one project? No, it's going to be, there, there will be more blends from the vault. Oh, cool. Neat yeah. project. Wait, wait till you yeah. see that. Wait till you see the cigar and taste it. I, I really think, uh, I think you're going to see the the direction Toronto's going. Well, you're not a far drive from us, so that's I, right. I have no excuse. You got no excuse. <laughs> so I expect you to stop down and uh, bring us some and check it out. Thank you. Um, so finally, you know, what, what what do you see in the horizon for the Toronto family cigars? Where is it you hope to be and, and like to steer the future of this company? So when Carlos the third or fourth is it? Yeah, he'll be the fifth. I guess. You know, what, what, what do you want to see Carlos the fifth doing? Look, it goes back to what we started talking about. Is I, I love cigars. Um, the family has a passion for it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to create, um, we're going to promote, uh, we're going to blend, we're going to distribute. And so, um, 
you know, you and I were talking earlier, Abe, about when you love what you do, even when we were talking uh, during the break, when you love what you do, just good things happen. And so uh, mm-hmm. the goal is definitely to increase distribution in the U.S. and worldwide. Tarano is very much of an international brand. We have great relationships for a lot of years with great distributors around the world. Um, but, you know, I want, you know, Tarano to be one of those brands that when people think cigars, uh, you know, it's one of those top three, four, five cigars that come immediately to mind. So, uh, you know, stay tuned. We're going to work hard. You got to earn it in this business, like in every other business. Yeah. I don't, right. I don't care what your history is, what your story is. The bottom line is you got to earn it. So we're going to go out and try to earn it. Well, I know you're going to be successful. You and your family are doing great stuff. And I really want to thank you for coming on the show and taking time out of your morning and talking to our great listeners. And hopefully we'll have you on here again soon. Man, I really enjoyed it, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Seventy-five years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastran Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoy de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Gran Habano Cigars is a family-owned and operated company started by Guillermo and George Rico. Using only the best raw materials on earth, Gran Habano begins the growing process with Habano and Corojo seeds, which are grown on company-owned farms in Colombia, Panama, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica. The process comes to fruition at the Boutique Factory, which focuses on quality control and high-end productivity, making it one of the top cigar companies in the world. For more, visit www.ghcigars.com. Gran Available at all smoke-in locations. The Tarano Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Tarano Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. 
So take time to burn a Tarano family cigar and experience something special. You are listening to KMA Radio. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, the Hangover Edition. <laughs> what a great interview with Charlie. What a nice guy. Yes, Very good. Great, great people, quality. man. Great people. And you know what? I wish him the best of success. Yeah. You know, certain people you really want to see succeed. And him and his father are such nice, good-hearted people. I mean, I, I really think they're good. Yeah, they have that great family drive. I mean, it just mm. makes it all the better. Plus really that, and what, and what a great addition to the to the cigar industry, especially with all the legal conflicts and, you know, all, all the things that we should be interested in now, given the nature of our business. It, it, it's such a nice thing to have uh, someone like Charlie in mm-hmm. the actual business itself with his legal background and the whole thing. He's, it's, it's, it's really a good thing to have people like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, we are going to have Emily... Give away the Altidus Weekly $100 trivia question. So the first caller who we get on the air who gets the answer right will win a $100 gift certificate to smoke in um, from Emily, uh, from Emily. Lady from, from Lady Don't tell M. my name. Yeah. From Altidus, courtesy of Altidus USA. So, Emily, what's the question you got for our listeners? Today? All right. After all right. last night, I think giving out your all name right. is the least of your problems. Guys, please don't put those pictures up on Oh, yeah. On I got a couple during the break. We're going to get it up right after the show. Oh, I'm talking Facebook. about the ones from last night. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. All right. Um, you know, we had a lot of presidents in our in our many, many decades. But uh, there was one decade in the 20th century where we had the, uh, you know, we had an abundant amount of presidents. Abundant? An abundant. <laughs> How much is abundant? Much I don't know. Abundant? I want the listeners to tell us. You know, what decade did we have the most presidents in, in, the, in the 20th century? And, in one decade. In one same decade, decade. One decade. So I'll translate. <laughs> I, was just, I love did this. That, that I love this drunk mess that's happening <laughs> right slurring. now. I'll translate. I'll translate for our listeners. In one single decade, were the most presidents. And name them. And name them. Yes. So that's for our listeners. And uh, while we do that, we're going to go to a very special caller we have on the phone. Oh, yes. Gerilyn, you're on the air. Gerilyn, are you there? Good morning. Good morning, Gerilyn. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing great this morning. But I must tell you. Uh-oh. Oh, did oh, I just get no. saved? No, wait, Gerilyn, oh, no, no, Ger- you there? We lost you, so you must yes, tell us. Is. Continue. You must tell us. Okay. After listening to your open and say, oh, you can't. need to go to your room, Brandon, and spank yourself. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. He might have done that. He might have done that already. Baby, you're grounded. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he should be grounded after last night. <laughs> oh man! And, and honest day, please don't post that bra picture. I it's not one for the Cleaver. <laughs> it's really not one for the Cleaver photo album. But I have a nice one on my counter here in the kitchen of Brandon as a naked baby. So that would it's be true. Better. Oh, send us that. <laughs> send us that picture, Gerald. If you're our listeners who don't know, this is obviously the mix mom on, on the air. And and send us that baby picture. We will definitely put it on the on the Facebook page. Bro, it's great. I don't even care it, they have this blown up eight by ten picture or whatever it is it's just completely naked they keep it in the kitchen just on the counter all the time it's not a joke they don't bring it out just for fun that's where it lives <laughs> mama loves her boy well listen Gerilyn, as crazy as everybody got last night he was 
constantly a gentleman with everybody. He, well, was, he was he was a good boy. I'm happy to hear that. And you know, Brandon, you should have uh, stuck to your guns and gone home early, though, maybe, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. And Next also, time. I'd like I'd like to say it was such a pleasure meeting Charlie Toronto last week. Uh, coming out of church, I I had the pleasure of knowing his wife, and I've have known her for years. And I just wanted to go and introduce myself and my husband to them. And he was just such a great guy. And I congratulate him on his success and his business and on continuing his family legacy. That is just wonderful. But, you know, I have to say, behind every successful man is a what? A, a woman. A wonderful woman. You so, know it. <laughs> so I give tribute to his wonderful wife, too, and I hope she is listening because she's a gem. I, I have to give you big props, Mom, but, I, you know, we're going to let that one slide. I, I could have arguments normally in that statement, but I will give you the utmost respect and let that one just go. And, you know, I didn't hear your question, Lady M, so I, maybe you can get another caller to answer that, or, or I don't know if you're running out of time, but uh, um, I just I was on hold to just give you guys a great uh, hello this morning. Terrific. Well, thanks for calling, Geraldine, and I, I hope you. you make it a habit and give us good Brandon stories. I will do it. I have one for next week. <laughs> Perfect. Thank <laughs> you very much, Thank Don. You, you have all. a great you have a great weekend. Go home and take a nap, everybody. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> bye bye. Love you. Love, love you, Mama. I'll I talk to you, you in a bit. Sweetheart. Okay. Bye bye. You got it. Oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> oh, come on. I wish all guys could be like you. Of course, man. <laughs> you got. Hey, you you gotta love your mom. That's what you do. Oh, you yes. know. And if you do it, you tell her. That's oh, what you do. Oh, that's great. Well, we got a few people on the phone. How many times? You think they had time to Google it and get all the right? I answers? mean, this is not one of those things that you can Google, though. I mean, you're gonna have to get pretty. Have to do a little work. Yeah. Well, let's see here. We're going to go and see if anybody's got this right. We have Ryan on the phone. Ryan from North Idaho. Ryan, you're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Morning. Morning, sir. 70s. Yeah, you are incorrect. No, sorry, Ryan, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening to this show up in Idaho. We appreciate it. Oh, he hung up. Oh, there oh, you go. Thanks a lot, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> let's see who else we got here. Um, let's see here. We have Eric from Parkland. Eric, you're on the air. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for listening. You're very welcome. I'm going to say 1880s. You are wrong, too. No, Eric, sorry. Appreciate the call. Keep listening, my friend. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. They're throwing out, they're throwing out decades, but I mean, are they going to name them too? Well, that's the second part. This one could, this one could take in a whole nother show exactly. to get it right. That's you right. said you wanted more difficult questions. Uh, I'm you, bringing it. You did a good job. You did a good job. Let's see here. Carl from Chicago. You're on Kiss My Ass Radio, Carl. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Carl. Do you have an answer for us, Carl? Well, I think I do. Let's try it. I think it's in the 70s. No. No? No. No. Okay. Carl wasn't say from my hometown of Chicago too, Carl. You, I was I was rooting for you, buddy. No, okay. Chicago, don't got it. Well listen, Carl, <laughs> thanks for listening. All right, thank you. Oh wow. This is gonna be a tough one. It's Let's nice. see. It's shout out too. We got a shout out. The phones are up the air. Richard from Key Largo. Richard, you're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Richard, you there? Hello, Richard. Now is the time. Yeah, Richard. Rich, oh, yeah, oh, we oh. got you, Richard. You there? <laughs> Richard, you're going to have to call us back from another phone, my friend. We can't hear you. 1880s. 1880s no. is incorrect, Richard. 20th century. But but get another phone and give us a call again. 
<laughs> Let's see who we got here. We got Stace from Charlotte, North Carolina. Stace, you are on the air. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm going to take a guess and say the 1860s. That is, no. That is no? No. <laughs> what? That is yeah, no, she says. There's four presidents in the 60s. Count them. Yeah, not 1860s. Come on. You're in the wrong century. You're in the yeah, wrong century. 20th century. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, but go ahead. Go ahead. Name their presidents that you wanted to name. If you can name them. Well, what, eight, for... well I was saying 1860s, but um, I'm thinking... Dwight Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon. Yes, but you you, you can see How did you figure John F. Kennedy was a president in 1860? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Hey, hey it's not only wrong, early for I us. I mean, we haven't gone to bed, and I know John F. Kennedy wasn't the president in 1800. You know, he's he had it. He had it. You know, back back we went to the moon in 1800. <laughs> no, 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 1960s. Yeah, exactly. There exactly. you That's go. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> there it is. Did I say 1860? You said 1800. That's what I was saying. Dude, it's early in the morning in Charlotte. That's all I can say. <laughs> you should have been out with us last night. You see how early it'd feel. <laughs> well, Stace, listen, you got the prize. Stay on the line. We're going to get you your gift certificate. Thanks for listening, and thanks for winning. Much appreciated. Take care. Stay on the line, my friend. Wow, that was funny. 1800. <laughs> Back when we went to the moon in 1860. I'm just glad we're not the only only ones oh making God. ourselves look Thank bad God. here. Well, listen, folks, this has been a great episode. Uh, check our website out for our Monkey of the Week and our Long Ash Salute of the Week. You've been listening once again to Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you all enjoyed the show. Sports fans, stick around. Join our friends Johnny C. and the Greek as they host the locker room. Sports talk with an edge. Remember, gang, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anybody doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. This is R.S. Abe signing out and telling you all to be merciless. Spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out.